Hey, what's up, man? How I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How does it feel? The LA Lakers are champions, man. The LA Lakers are indeed champions. You know, as someone born in Los Angeles, I thought I'd have a, a little bit, somewhat, something for the Lakers, but I don't. I owe LeBron James a big ass apology. Yeah. For doubting him throughout the whole playoffs. Yeah. Doubting the Lakers throughout the whole playoffs. Yep. Doubting the fact that Alex Caruso went from not playing in the first game of the playoffs to starting in the last game. Yeah. I gotta give, um, you know, the Lakers get full credit here, man. They get they a did shit well. ton of credit. And, uh, and, and listen, what LeBron said at the end, you know, put some damn respect on his name. Because uh, he deserves it. He does deserve it. He deserves it. He and, definitely deserves it. But, okay, I got a question. Who do you think that was pointed towards? Media, fans, everyone. Think so? Every single person. LeBron like, James thinks he's in the conversation of the greatest of all time. Which he should be. Which he is. Yeah. He's most definitely in that conversation. Yeah. I think I think like with media, I think I think it's I think it was more targeted towards ex NBA players. Scottie Pippen, who doesn't respect who doesn't think LeBron is one of the best, Paul Pierce, um, Tracy. I think it's a little bit targeted towards those guys. Um, I think it's targeted towards anyone and everyone that said any shit about him throughout his entire career. Yeah, but I don't think he gives a shit about like Joe Blow on Twitter. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't give a crap about John John B five five three two underscore things. But I he think, thinks I he, think the biggest thing here is the fact that a lot of the older guys don't give him his credit. Don't give him his credit because of the fact that two of them he joined a super team. Yeah, but he was still the finals MVP. Hundred percent. There's no denying that. Two super teams? No, when he joined, you know, two championships with a super team. Oh yeah, yeah, with the with the right. Heat, with the Heat, and then going back to Cleveland, which, which was, was legitimate. I think that was his that was his best championship. Yeah, hundred percent. This ranks as number two. This would rank as number two, yes. Yeah. Better than the one for both of the Heat ones. Yeah, but taking nothing away from him winning with the Heat. No, um, I give him all credit because he, when it was winning time, he won. He Indeed. turned it on. He did what he had to do. Yeah, now you see did. the difference between him and Jimmy. So Jimmy game five probably played the best game of his career. Yeah. And he couldn't he couldn't do that. In order for Miami to win, he had to do that for six games or seven games. Yeah. And he just couldn't do that he in could. the last. He couldn't replicate that in no. the next game. I think missing Goron hurt Miami incredibly. He was their leading scorer. Score. He was a leading scorer. That's 29, 28 points a game. No, it wasn't that many. Sure. 20, 25. But I think either way, like, I think even with if their roster was healthy, I still think the Lakers would have won the series. I just think... I, I think so, too. Yeah. I got to give credit to Frank Vogel and his team. Yeah. They, oh, look, let's go, let's go to Frank Vogel after. Because Frank Vogel, very interesting okay. situation with Frank Vogel. Go ahead. Um, I just went with the Lakers. Okay, I give... The other thing is, is uh, LeBron giving props to Rondo. He yes. Probably, I think he gave props to Rondo probably the most on his team. And deservedly so. Because that was... Rondo was the difference maker in this game. I shouldn't say difference maker, but he was a big, important part of the last game. As soon as Rondo entered the bubble... Yeah, it's different. It was totally different. the thing is, is it's... It's play... As well as we had... Yes. Playoff P is playoff Rondo's a legit thing. It's a legit thing. Yeah. Uh, The way he... It's not even like the the stats. It's the other stuff. 
He, how, he's one of the only players that I've seen that holds LeBron accountable. He holds everybody accountable. Yeah, he holds everybody definitely. accountable. Even right? with the big three yeah. in, in Boston, Boston he held, right? he held people accountable. Right. Some people take it well. Some people don't take it well. Yeah. I think one of the things we were reading and it came up where last year's team, Rondo went up to LeBron. He's like, these guys look up to everything that you say. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Kuzma. Lonzo Ball. And when you say good things to them, their confidence skyrockets. As soon as you do something bad to them, they so, sh- shit the bed. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you saw it with this team, right? Yeah. A, LeBron sends a group text saying it's do or die. It's yeah. a must-win game. Yeah, definitely. The definitely. response. Yeah, because if you if you somehow lost that game, holy, what that would do to LeBron's legacy, if they somehow lost that series. Oh, yeah. Oof, that legacy would have taken a big beating. 100%. Um, no, but it shouldn't. Yeah, but it will. It shouldn't, it but will. it will. Yeah, it will. It will. Um, yeah, give credit to all the Lakers, man. They, they did a great job. Shout out to Phil Handy. Yeah, again, Danny Green, Green Ranger. Danny Mr. Shot, but you know. Oh, man. Nobody deserves Dude, Danny, to get. Danny got, got, man, the Laker fans just went in on this guy, bro. Oh, man. I think hey, he, he got I, death threats, bro. I think a minute into every game, he was always tra- trending on Twitter. Probably. <laughs> Probably. We're going to doubt it. Hey, three rings on three teams, man. Uh, can you name the other two players? Other, other three players have done it. Obviously, LeBron being one. The other two players that have done this. One oh, is I want to I want to say Robert Rory. Robert Rory's one. Okay, and then the last guy actually played for the Raptors. Okay, didn't win it. Obviously, didn't win the chip with us. Obviously. Um, uh, hold on, let me try, Let me guess this one. He was also an actor in Bad Boys, and he played for the Bulls. He played for the Pistons. I can't believe what other team he played for. But it was John Sally. John yes. Sally. John yes. Sally's won three rings with three teams. So there's four players in NBA wow. history have done that. And two are on the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Two on the Lakers. I think one of the biggest things that goes for LeBron is the fact that he's doing this at the age of 35. And uh, when you look at his peers that came in the same draft class, every single one of them except Melo is pretty much an after, well, either gone from the league or pretty much gone from the league. Yeah, I, 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 I get that point. But the thing is, is, dude, he came out of high school, right? So he's got four more years. No, two three years compared to some of the guys. Maybe one but or two I agree years. Right? The way he's dominating the league, yeah. at this age, is unheard of. It's unheard o- of. Only other person is Kareem. Exactly, um, Kareem. I I actually went back and looked at Kareem's stats. Kareem averaged t- over twenty points per game at the age of thirty eight in the Damn. old school era, which is crazy. That's insane. Um, six MVPs, yes. six regular season MVPs. So you know what I mean, like. When we talk about greatest of all times, these guys don't get talked about. No, they don't. Um, which I think we both agree with this. It's like LeBron's the greatest of all time in this era. In this era, most definitely. And, and the thing is, is it's too difficult to compare eras. You can't. It's way too difficult you to compare can't. eras. As right? I've said, you can't have a Kareem without Wilt. You can't exactly. have Magic without Wilt. I mean, sorry, without Kareem. Yeah. You can't have Jordan without Magic or Bird. You can't have Kobe without Jordan. You can't have LeBron without exactly. Kobe or Jordan. You can't. Exactly. You can't compare us, but undisputably, LeBron is the best player of this era. Easily. I don't think Hands down. There's nobody, Hands down. the way he's dominated. The <laughs> only player that I can take would come close are Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Yeah. But even then, no. Like, I, I heard a stat which actually blew my mind. It's like LeBron hasn't lost a series to an Eastern Conference since team since like 2010. 2010 or something like that. 2010? Bro, that's disgusting. That's that, absolutely disgusting. That's 10 Re- years of dominance. That's ridiculous. Um, Except one year where he didn't make the playoffs. But yeah. Besides the point. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, 
I've always said I, early on in his career, I didn't like LeBron, but I always gave the guy his respect. Um, the the year that turned it for me was the one year they played uh, Detroit. I, I honestly, 2008, 2007, was scored like 27 points in a row in the fourth quarter overtime to win the game. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, shit, this guy's good. Oh, he's definitely, there's no denying the talent. Which, I just don't like him because I'm a Raptors fan. Yeah, he that's my only. He that's my only. Us. That's my only concern. Like uh, that's when I honestly, it's petty. Yeah, it's petty when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're Definitely. watching one of the greatest of all time, right? He's well, he, every that's game that I watch him, I want him to lose. But it's also because I hate the haters. I mean, I hate the his fan his fan base. Yeah, they yeah. annoy the shit out of me. They're they're annoying. They're really annoying. Um, I, you but know, it is what it comes. Yeah. It comes with the territory, right? It comes with the territory. Um, Ed. Good for AD, man. He took a lot of shit. New Orleans forced his way out. Signed with Clutch Sports. It's it's a player's era in the NBA. If you don't want to be on a team, you can force your way out. Which I'm it's, okay with. <clears throat> which it sucks because I don't like seeing that happen. No, I don't but like I'm okay with it. It's a business at teams. the end of the day. Um, right? like, for him, does he stay? Yeah. he's. A, I think he, becomes a free, he can become a free agent this year. I, think, uh, I don't think he becomes a free agent. I think he stays. He might go to his hometown Chicago. There are rumors, but I, I think he'll understand. I don't think so. Because the torch basically gets passed to him for the Lakers. And well, I think the torch already kind of got yeah, passed I to think him. He, he had most amount of points in the series, right? Yeah, I think I think the patch kind of the, pa- the I think you know I heard uh, who did I hear? I heard Subert talked about this. Okay, Subert's talking about how uh, I forget who she's playing with some younger players on her team. Yeah, and she's like. It keeps me young, and I'm like, I'm like, that's exactly like LeBron. Yeah, he got a guy who's a lot younger. Our AD probably his his best player to he's played with. I think the most most comparable, like thing with him and Wade was they both needed the ball in their hands. With with AD, they complement each other a lot yes. better. So I think there's AD's definitely the more complement. Yes, I, agree. I think AD's probably the best in that aspect. Sure. Um, and I think AD. LeBron be like, listen, I don't have to take over games anymore. I can just throw it down to correct eighty. Even with you know LeBron played Kyrie, it's different, right? They don't complement each other as well. Yeah, because LeBron needs the ball. Eighty doesn't need to bring the ball up. True, he gets to his spot, does his thing, and then and then on the defensive end, this is where I think the Lakers excelled, and I think not a lot of people talked about coming into the season. There was a focus on defense, and that started with Frank Vogel. I agree. And LeBron bought in, and the whole team bought in. If you know, you go back and look back, look back at the whole hiring and everything. When Vogel got hired, LeBron didn't make any comments. He didn't say right. yes. He didn't say no. He stayed away from all of it, which I think LeBron, that's a, a LeBron's way of saying, okay, I approve this hire kind of thing, you know? Um, and Vogel is a great defensive coach. Yeah. Um, if, if you came to me last year before he got hired and you're like, oh, Frank Vogel's going to win an NBA championship, I would have laughed. Cause I he, agree. Indiana, Indiana, he did great. Orlando, he struggled. Yes, he did. Not, I'm not saying that was his fault because the team was ass, um, yeah. but he struggled. And he was basically, you know, one of those coaches that are kind of on the outside looking in. Now he comes back, gets a chip. Kudos to Vogel, man. For sure. I don't think any of us saw Frank Vogel no. going to. No, if you looked at the names at that time, no. 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 But no. his coaching staff is ridiculously good. He's got He's a good coaching staff. Jason Holland, Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yep. Um, I was watching. Phil Handy. Phil Handy, right? And like they're, they're uh, even the video crew. That's some amazing work, yeah, right? They have a great team. They, they, the Lakers, Lakers went back to being Lakers, right? Showtime. They were Showtime Lakers, and arguably the hardest chip anyone's ever won. Yeah, because if, of if the fact of how even keeled it was. Nobody had to travel. Everyone was staying in the same spot. Yeah, there was no home court advantage. Yeah. I, I think the people who 
I, I don't I don't think I've heard much about it, but if people say this is an asterisk title, that's stupid. No, that's no, stupid. I've actually heard the opposite. A lot of the players are now saying that this was probably the most the difficult, difficult, but also the most even keeled mm. title you can ever win. It's the most it's true level playing field. True, that's true. There's no, it's pure talent yeah. at this point, right? And whoever whoever can close it out and win the games, yeah. And I'm the biggest culprit for this. I thought Lakers would lose to Portland. Uh-huh. Then I thought Lakers would lose <laughs> to Denver. Yeah. And then I thought Lakers would lose Houston. Yeah. Houston. Sorry. Sorry. They lose to Houston. Then they lose to Denver. Then they lose to Miami. But yeah. Actually, to be fair, I didn't think they lose to Miami, but I was hoping Miami would beat them. Um, uh, Phil Handy, I think, said it. The I, I listened to his inter- I listened to one of his interviews, and he said, um, he said, um, this bubble is gonna be a test. The team that has the best mental capabilities is going to win is going to survive through this and I think you saw it with the Lakers of Miami those were the two teams that kind of were mentally there the whole time locked in ready to play Um, the other thing was they had the proper vets to lead them yep that and that's all across I felt like the teams that did well in the in the bubble and that stayed stuck around were the the vets that sort of kept them grounded yeah that's true even with like um, even with Boston, for example, right? you had Tatum and um, Jalen Brown ball their asses off, but with Kemba, with um, what do you call Marcus Smart and these guys, you you had that mental toughness there to get through those tough moments. Yeah. Um, Miami, obviously, with Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic, they took the team and they made it their own and they ran with it, and the young guys bought in. Uh, with actually, with Denver is probably one of the only teams where they had a bunch of young guys and just, yeah, just well, they had Millsap, Millsap's a vet Millsap, on that sure. team, yeah. Uh, but again, their their mental toughness just came from the way they played. I just just they, fighting back. They just fight. And Jamal Jamal is not a veteran, but Jamal's uh, a no, no no nonsense type of dude. Yeah, which is true. But again, they they just they just ball their asses off. Yeah, right? they did. But when it came to just winning and putting your head down, yeah. right? And then you had a team like. Clippers who were just disappointed in so many different facets even though they were heavy on the vets crazy they didn't have those guys that could just re- reel it in right that's crazy even when like Pat Bev is like laughing now with Cancun on three try saying that with Rondo in your locker room that's not happening try saying that with Kyle Lowry in your locker room try saying that with no it's true right that's like true. Last, last year you saw with in uh, I think Jordan Lloyd was saying this was he was ready to celebrate and Larry's like the job's not done yeah 100% job's not done Let's 100% go. and that's that's what you need in these playoffs to keep it going all the to way through to keep it going for sure that mental focus I agree with you I agree with you I, uh, kudos, kudos one, of, one of my favorite traditions in hockey is when a team wins an Eastern Conference or the Western Conference and they are pre- presented with that trophy yeah they don't lift it when they don't lift it yeah, right. I really like that. It's like, all right, it's all job's su- not done. It's normal. That's based on superstitious. Whatever. Superstition. It is, right. That's nah, stupid. Superstition aside. But if it's the job's not done, your your goal is to pick up the Stanley, the Cup. Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's fair. Um, shout out to the NBA. Uh, the bubble Great worked. bubble, man. It all worked out at the end. Um, you, do you think Bronny got his ass kicked? <laughs> I'm sure as hell think he did, bro. Kidding me, man? Bro, he got his ass kicked. Definitely did. Definitely did. Um, he hasn't been in any of the stories yet. No. <laughs> um, I hope we see the NBA soon. There's no when you, when target you date. Um, bubble, no bubble. From the last thing Adam Silver talked about, man, I don't think he wants a bubble. Um, 
I think the owners are fighting for people in the stands because um, that's a big revenue for some of the teams. I agree. And, and I uh, don't know what they're going to do. No. Um, the, the one method I talked about, or I mentioned this before, is what they could do is you have you have bubbles set up and you have several bubbles. So you have, you know, like four or five different bubbles. A team goes, you spend two to three weeks, you come home for a week or two, and then you go back to another bubble. Obviously, the logistical aspects and how that's going to work is very tough. Yeah, that's going to um, be super tough. The way, it, it, I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't know what they're going to do. Um, that's going to be interesting. But I think the NBA's probably I've heard I've heard they might be targeting Martin Luther King Day which is uh third week of January which is um, fair um, as when another you, target okay, so date. then when would free agency open up well I think that's what they're still gonna figure out and uh um, gotta get a draft in there a free agency yeah that's all it is they gotta do the draft free agency and then you gotta start back up with training camp and then go from there um I don't know what they're gonna do uh, you know, Adam Silver's a smart guy. I don't think he'll rush it, and I don't think he will. I think he has the right people in place, and I think he'll listen to um, officials. And I think if they I have think to do another a, bubble, a, a big, a big thing will be who gets elected in November. Yeah, that's true too. That's gonna like, play. The that's other gonna play is, some. It's like maybe you do a bubble and you just do an East and a West bubble, and you play. You you play every team in the East. Twice, if you're in the East and you play for every team, if you're in the West, you play every team in the West twice, and then you get to the playoffs. That's about 30, 30 odd games or something like that. And then I don't know, you, you have to do uh, something. I don't know if they'll be okay with that. They're gonna have to figure something out. Figure out, you know? right? Um, but I, I hope we get to see them soon. Hopefully. Uh, shout out to the NBA also paying other uh, uh, all the people that work in the league. I don't know if you saw this. They give everybody, I think, is an extra thousand dollars a week for the next month. Oh, nice. Plus every Friday off and the week of Thanksgiving off. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good uh, for them. Something you don't have to do. Um, good for the people that kind of worked there, uh, did the thing. NBA is a good good league. Um, uh, before we go to any of the other sports, what are your like? Just talk about Miami Heat. Yeah, Miami Heat. I give them respect. Um, great team. How close to winning a championship are they? You need another piece. You need another piece. You need another guy. You need another guy, I think. Um, Jimmy Butler and Bam are two. Drogic, I don't think Drogic can keep the level of play no. that he had up. Um, you're hoping for a Duncan and, uh, and and Tyler to kind of step up. Right. Um, but I think you need need another another piece, another 3 and D guy for that team. Um, coming out of the East again, it's going to be very tough. Yeah. Very, very tough. But their confidence is going to be high. They, they were probably the surprise of the season. Yeah, definitely. I don't think anyone expected the Miami Heat. But I, I, I was always big on them. I always yeah, 100% told you, you were. I was, yeah. always, I always told you that, that was the one team I was scared but of. But at the start the of the season, if anyone asked us between... Yeah, oh, definitely. If you said Lakers Philly, and Miami, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Bucks, Raptors, definitely. and Celtics, the Miami Heat would be the ones that made it? Like, okay. I'd be surprised, for sure. For sure. We thought, like, the biggest disappointment is obviously the Bucks. I'm disappointed in the Raptors. Um... I'm not super disappointed, I'm disappointed in, Raptors. in the Raptors. I don't think they. I'm disappointed in Pascal Siakam. Yeah, that's fair. You well, you 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 go from 27 points to 16 points, right? That's a almost nine. a nine point swing. That's a that's a lot of points. And you have Marcus all hit one or two threes here and there. And yeah. You're like you're you're talking a different game. A uh, quick point uh, before we go. Uh, what do you think about the hiring of Doc Rivers to the Philadelphia 76ers? 
you know, I've I've always been high on Doc. I think Doc's a great coach. Doc couldn't handle the the egos in in the Clipper Nation. But the year prior to that, he took that young Clippers team deep where no one thought would happen. Charlie took over the first round. Still. Nobody expected that, especially in the Western Conference. Overrated head coach in the NBA. I, I, I know, I, I know you're gonna you're you're going back to that train, but I, I think know. Doc might be a good coach for the Philly Seventy Sixers. It depends on who he's bringing for his staff, um, and what vets they can pick up. But I don't I don't see many changes happening to that team. They're gonna probably give it one more shot with Doc. Um, my opinion with Doc is listen, I, I don't think he's that good of a coach. The year he won the championship in Boston was actually what's that that I read uh, they were one of the only teams to lose they lost they were just above 500 in that playoffs just to win the championship which is one of the worst records to win a championship doesn't matter still won yeah but you barely won which I'm you, you won you won like, don't get me wrong yeah. you had a great team you won you, you won team. that's it you, you barely great won team. this one that one team. Uh, he's won three three one leads in his career which is tough. Yeah, it's tough. That is it's tough. tough. I don't think he's not going to have a coach. I don't think he makes the right adjustments. Um, and I think when, when when things start to tumble, I don't think he knows how to adjust on the fly. Fair. Um, That's a fair assessment. Not going to lie. But who do you think replaces him in, in the Clipperland? There's okay, Ty, the, coaches, Ty the, the, the coaches that are out there. There's Ty Lue's out there. Jason Kidd. Jake Kidd is another one out there. There's uh, Ima Yadoka, who's usually out there. There's Alvin Gentry out there. There's Mike, Mike D'Antoni. D'Antoni that's out there. Um, Could you imagine Mike D'Antoni as a coach of the other Clippers? Uh, uh, D'Antoni's a great coach. He's a great coach. Um, but apparently you were hearing rumors that he might join uh, Steve Nash as an assistant in Brooklyn. Oh, no. That's not a good... Uh, D'Antoni should be a head coach. Come on, man. He should be a head coach. He's not an assistant coach. But he, if, he, if he wants to take a step back for a little bit... I don't see that happening. He's got to be a head coach. Oh, listen, if I'm a team... If I'm New Orleans, I'm hiring Mike D'Antoni. Got Zion running up you down need, the court. You need, I, I feel like Ty Lue is going to stick with... The Clippers? Clippers. He's been able to manage big egos before. Yeah. I, I, I See, I agree with you, but, but there's been such a big delay... Which I'm now I'm kind of like it's probably because Steve Ballmer is probably here. looking at our different options right now. Sam Cassell's another name out there. Sam Cassell's who's, another who's usually with Doc um, most yeah. of his career. Um, I, but I don't know, man. Even there's like Adrian Griffin, you, you can, Nate you can Bo- Nate, even Nate Borkin, even the guys from the Raptors. I don't know Hollands, man. I don't Hollands, right? Um, what's his name? Um, man, I'm forgetting his name completely right now. Uh, Memphis is old coach. No, sorry, Dave Yeager. Da- uh, Dave Yeager is out there. He's a great coach too. Great coach. Is he? You know, is he in Sacramento now? Right? I don't know. Who's in Sacramento? I thought he was in Sacramento. I can't Sacramento. tell you. No, Luke Walton, Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Right. They fired Dave Yeager. Dave Yeager's good coach. Yeager. I hire him. Um, Fizdale's out there. Fizdale's also out there. Right. Stan Van Gundy's been. He's rumored. Yeah, he's Pelicans. Rumored. I think Pelicans, he's strong yeah. on the Pelicans rumor right now. There's some good coaches out Mark there. Mark Jackson's still out there too. I don't, I don't, like think, I don't think he's going to get another he's role. Not, he's, not, he's not going to get another shot. In the no, game I don't yet. think he's going to get another shot. Um, doesn't look like it. Even some coach, like even some players. Uh, that, uh, Mike Brown, uh, Golden State, former Cavs coach. Mike, yeah, Brown. Yeah, Mike Brown. He's but, getting uh, some love out there too. But yeah, I don't think Steve Curtis. Like, I don't think he wants to leave Steve Curtis yet. Yeah, well, it's good. Um, it's a good, 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 good position to be in. Man, it's there's some good coaches out there. Uh, but hey, there's a lot of things that can come out for left field, man. Yeah, you got. It. I'm surprised this coaching carousel hasn't really moved. I guess now it will. Now it will move ending, season ending. People are figuring things teams, out. I don't know. It's interesting. The problem is that you also don't know when things are going to start. 
Yeah, that's right. true too. You don't know. But, but the thing is, is you want to get your coach in place because now you're going to go into a draft. Yeah. Because I think the draft, if I'm not mistaken, they might already have the draft set out, the draft date set out. But um, you know what I mean? You, you kind of want to start preparing and knowing what you want to do. True. Um, for Yeah, the, the draft set for November 18th. Just less so than a month you're away. basically a month away oh, from the draft. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting to see what I see think. We'll start seeing some pieces go, and then I think shortly after that, if I'm not mistaken, I think free agency is a couple days after after this. I wouldn't doubt it. So if if the draft's on a Wednesday night, I think the free agency might start on the Friday or the Saturday. Like um, how hockey did. Hockey was pretty quick. Too. Yeah, because NBA, if I'm not mistaken, it's like June 28th is your draft and July 1st free agency, free agency starts. starts. Yeah, it's right? true. I'm pretty sure. NBA has that memorandum period, the yeah. three-day memorandum, whatever it is, and then they start going into it. Um, but overall, great season. Hopefully the Raptors do some shit this offseason. Retool. We'll have a lot more podcasts to talk about the Raptors offseason. 100%. Um, we have a lot more content coming up. We want to go next to NHL? No, before we go there, I wanted to talk about the NFL for a second and uh, talk about Dallas Cowboys and uh, the injury to Dak Prescott. Sad. That was super sad. Sad to see. Cowboys season's already kind of shit. Yeah. Probably the, the problem with the Cowboys is their starting left tackle, starting right tackle are both already injured. Mm. They're already doing shit this year. And so they had high expectations. 100%. Like um, every year. And then now Dak being hurt. Now the interesting wrinkle to the whole Dak thing is, is he was in the middle of a contract negotiation. He uh, wanted to get a guaranteed contract. Yeah. Um, from Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. And they was going back and forth. Now, Dak wanted, uh, you know, top five QB money, which he deserved. See, my thing is, is he hasn't proved it yet, but he's got that trajectory to be there. Right. But they haven't won. True. And for me to give him, you know, money, like obviously not Mahomes, but like, say, you know, some of the other guys, it's tough. Um, but now he, he, would be, he would be in the top five in the league. He's, he might not be top five, but he's he's there. He's there. So you got Mahomes? Uh, Mahomes, Lamar, you know. You, Tom Brady. Yeah. Is Brady, Brady in top Brady, five? Or no? Brady's starting to fall off. Yeah, he probably is. Brady's starting to fall off. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going to be in there. Okay. Russell Wilson. True. I take Deshaun over him. Deshaun okay. Watson. Yeah. I take Josh Allen over him right now, too. Wow. Josh Allen's just been playing, playing his lights out right now. I guess now. I'm a little homer with Josh Allen, but. It played like shit last night. Um, but I take Deshaun over him for sure. And then he's probably in that, you know, second kind of category. Okay. Uh, well, shouldn't say second category. There's different tiers of yes, the top, top quarterbacks. But in now the you know why players hold out for guaranteed money in the NFL. Yeah. Because it's of sad shit to see. like it's this. It's sad to see. Because Jerry Jones would be like, sorry, you're hurt. I can give yeah, you this money. Uh, you know, I was listening to somebody, um, I think who played for Dallas, I forget who it was, and he's like, Jerry Jones might go the other way and be like, Cause I, think, I think the contract was, he wants a four-year 120 or a five-year 125 or something like that. Okay. So they say he might just settle with like a four-year one 100 or something like that. Okay. This way he comes back, he still gets the guaranteed money. Because listen, like Dak is a great QB. He is. Um, now they're in the hands of Andy Dalton, who's, uh, you know, he's a vet in the league. <laughs> You know, are they going to go for it? Their division shit. So you know what I mean. You don't you have never to win. Know. You don't have to win too many games you in that division. Know. They might be able to get in with eight wins. So wow, it's not it's not that bad. And uh, here the NFL is planning a bubble as well. I don't know what the NFL is going to do. I've, I've been reading well, some stuff about them. The doing Miami a- Dolphins this weekend are doing a uh, something called a COVID night. Basically, no, they have eighty. They're allowing full full capacity this weekend. Basically, COVID night, in my opinion. 
Yeah, starting this this Sunday. I, you guys can't see my face, but my charge 80, dropped. 83, I think it's 83,000 people. How? Maybe, maybe not full capacity, but I think 83 or 86, 86,000 people How capacity. are you allowing that many people? Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, that's Hot of Florida. Get your shit together. You're yeah. in a freaking pandemic right now. Dude, they, they only had 5,000 cases yesterday. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that's a lot down from the 10,000, 50,000 that they were averaging. Yeah, I don't. But it's, holy shit, Florida! Holy shit! And if I'm not mistaken, there there's a big outbreak in their uh, yeah the in Florida their area. Gators, the Florida Gators uh, football team, the the university yeah. football team. Apparently, there's a big uh, there's a big outbreak uh, in their team currently. Um, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, they had, they had so Florida's yeah Florida's football team had 19 positive tests. What the fuck? Over the uh, past several days. That's crazy, man. Yeah, the team had twenty-one positive cases once they returned to camp in May. Yeah, they they don't care. They don't give a shit. NFL doesn't care. They don't give a um, shit at all. This is I don't know if you heard about the whole Tennessee Titans thing. What happened there? So Tennessee, they were supposed to play last week. Had a couple of positive cases. Yeah. Um, so they they basically adjusted the schedule, gave them and Pittsburgh both bye weeks. Last week, they're supposed to play this week. Against Buffalo on Sunday, they had more positive cases during the week, so they moved the game to Tuesday. They had no positive cases over the weekend, or they had one one the coach or something like that get positive. Okay, but then they let them play on Tuesday. Now the rumors were apparently when they had to shut their practice facility down. Yeah, the rumors were that they apparently met up at like a a, a private school and they started practicing there, what the fuck? which led to more positive oh. cases. Um, and apparently the NFL is not giving them any punishment or anything like that, which is kind of stupid. It's America. Um, but yeah, America's that's a that's third world country, man. That's that. Um, uh, only other NFL team, I think, uh, Patriots. Cam Newton tested positive. Yeah. Um, but I think he was. Oh, there's two players: Stephon Gilmore, another player tested positive on that team. Um, but the NFL season is going. I think they'll probably have to add another week to the season because I think there's going to be more of this that's going to happen for sure. Um, it's because of the damn fans. Yeah, some of this is like last night's Tennessee crowd. They had fans on the stands. I don't know Yo, how many. It was like ten percent capacity. Their viewings and ratings are like 11 people watching, 12 million people watching. That's insane. Well, that's typical football. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Money talks in that world. That's it. Yeah, NFL. Everybody watches the NFL, man. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a beast. It's a religion there, man. It's a religion down there. That's um, messed up. Shout out to Atlanta fire, finally firing Dan Quinn as a head coach. <laughs> he was ass. They can't win with him. Um, the NFL had, they had another coach firing too. I forget who the other one was. Um, oh, the, the, the Bill O'Brien, he was the GM of the Texans. He got fired as well too. Go for him. He's an idiot because he traded basically one of the top wide receivers this offseason. Right. And now you wonder why they're losing. And they had Makes a tough schedule to start the year. Uh, I hear the Jets have let go of Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that's a terrible signing. I did, well, The moment that happened, I knew it was a bad signing. Why? That's a terrible number one. The terrible team. Yes. The coach is an idiot for sure. Um, and obviously he's got a big ego. His ego is bigger than the team right now, and that's why they cut him. Well, they they shopped him. I'm assuming every team said no to trade for him. Yeah, because they knew so they, they cut, him. cut him. And now they're basically going to take him he, for free. He can sign wherever he wants to. Go. I, I read a stat. It's like he he basically got paid thirty four thousand dollars per yard he rushed for this deal. That's not bad at all. Good for him. Is he still got the talent? Um, in my opinion, in the NFL now is I don't think 
you need a you need a good one two punch at the running back position. Right. And I think he can be a one, but he needs a good one two. Right. Um and he never had that obviously in New York. No. Um now there's a lot of teams interested in him. He, he had that in Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, he didn't. So Pittsburgh was different because he was still in his prime, but I think he's starting to, to drop off him. Yeah. But now the funny part is is Pittsburgh's actually one of the teams where we're deciding him. Interesting. Because well, they do need a running back. Fair. Uh, Patriots are in there. Buffalo might should might should go in there, but I'll, if he has an ego, I wouldn't want him on the Bills because yeah. Bills have a good good roster. Fair enough. That's our NFL. That's our NFL. Oh, also shout out to Chase Claypool, Canadian. Chase Claypool, Canadian. Four TDs on the weekend. Putting Canada on the map. He's apparently playing incredible. Yeah, he's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers somehow just produce wide receivers like it's it's like uh, is Big Ben still throwing? Yeah, Big Ben's still he's okay, man. He's okay. Mm-hmm. This guy's got like what's that? What's the thing? Uh, what's Longevity? The thing? No, what does uh, what does Wolverine have in his veins? Antimony? I don't know. I have no idea. But that thing, because Big Ben just can freaking heal out of nowhere. We got breaking news out of the NHL. What happened? The Montreal Canadiens have re-signed Brandon Gallagher. Wow, a six-year extension. That's not breaking news, but. Good for Brent. Good for Gallagher. Good for Montreal because if they let him go, I'd have been very upset. Yeah, yeah they should be. Um, a big signing in Tyler Toffoli, Jake Allen, and Josh Anderson for you guys. Josh Anderson, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I have not, no I have idea. No, clue no who idea who he, who he is. I have no clue who he, he is. Only had 28 goals one year, and then yeah. just one goal next year after. I, I see what Bergevin's doing. What's he doing? The biggest thing with the Habs was. Oh, there's many issues with the Habs. Yes. One of the issues was size. Okay. And they got bigger this offseason. Josh Anderson's a power forward. Tyler Toffoli's a power forward. True. You added some size to this team, which should help. Should help. And when it comes to playoffs, you need size. You need power forward. You need power forward. Yeah, forwards. you need guys that can finish around the net. Exactly. So you, I think you, this will help because they didn't have size. Okay. Um. Obviously, the money they paid Anderson is a lot. Toffoli, I think, was a decent deal. Yeah, um, Toffoli's not bad for a four million, but Anderson it's a long contract. Yeah, Anderson, I I don't understand the whole. It's a six year contract for Anderson, like, right? This guy, this guy better train the Milan Lucic in Boston kind of thing. What if it's like a David Clarkson? Yeah, he might train. He might train the Milan Lucic of Edmonton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this I, I is what think can anyone be. can be Milan Lucic of Edmonton, right? That's... I, I think um, I think it was uh, I think they did a good job. You know what I mean, Bergeron? Do I agree with Pierre Maguire thinking that he, they're one of the best teams in the Atlantic? Hell freaking no. Do the Habs have some, some sort of opening? Like, any job openings? Yeah, he's sucking. He's sucking up for sure. Oh, he's definitely sucking up for something. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with the Habs. I, I think they've done a decent job with their roster. Yeah. Obviously, you need Kotkaniemi and Suzuki to make a next step. For sure. That's the only way this team works. Definitely. What do you think about your Leafs? I think TJ Brody is a great signing. TJ Brody is a great signing. I, I think agree it was with a, this one. I did not see that one coming. That was a great signing. I was, I was, a, I was gung ho on Petrangelo, but I think he might be a good fit beside Riley oh I agree 100% uh, I think Tyson Berry was not the right type of guy mm-hmm. uh, if Leafs go back they probably keep Kadri and they don't because Kadri was on a great contract yeah he was you, you flip him on a decent you could even flip him on a different team for a definitely, different definitely. piece but that's high uh, the thing you is, know what Berry, was, came off, Berry came off a good year in, in oh, Colorado 100% I was, yeah. I was high on Berry as well right for Kerfoot and Barry, like you're, 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 you made a, you made a good deal, but just didn't turn out. So all the best to him and the Oilers. Four million, not a bad gamble for the Oils. Playing with uh, McDavid and Drysaddle is probably what they need. All you do is get the puck to them. Well, shoot, 
from the point, right? They'll they'll they'll, they'll open up slots for him, right? So that's it'll be. I think it'll be a good fit for him there in terms of the Leafs. Um, I like some the, small I, moves. I, I like the Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian was a good good it's a trade. Good, he's a good you know bottom two defenseman. Uh, Leafs have invested twenty eight million in their D. And these looking pretty good, right? You got Jake Muzzin, you got uh, Zach Bogosian, you got Rasmus Sandin, you got Timothy Lilligren. Okay, you know there's the rumors about Joe Thornton right now? Yeah, yeah. You know who I think they should sign instead? Who? Just hear me out on this. Go for it. Zidane Oshara. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Because you need a guy who's won. You need a guy who's won. Yeah. Zidane Oshara's been to the finals many times. He has. He knows what it takes to win. If now he doesn't need to play on the leash. He doesn't need to play twenty minutes anymore. No, he doesn't. He's played 10, 15 minutes, ten minutes, ten to twelve minutes a game, even whatever. Play on the penny kill, and then he's your leader in your locker room. I agree. Right? Give and him the C. No, but whatever, can't whatever you need you to need do. Exactly. Right? I agree. He's, he, he, but then he can teach the guys how to. This is what I think the Leafs are lacking: is a guy who, can, who knows like, how to win. Who knows how to win? And yes. Like, listen, all due respect to Joe Thorne. He hasn't gotten that chip. No. Right? And Jason Spezza. And Jason Spezza. They haven't gotten the chips. They don't know what it takes to win. I agree. Zidane Charo knows, and he could be. I, I heard, um, I was listening to Tim and Sid, and they're talking about uh, Patrick Maroon, who plays mm. for Tampa Bay this year. Yeah. He's like, Maroon saw Kucherov like, uh, messing around during a practice. And he went up to him, and he's like, listen, like if you want to win, you can't do this shit. Um, which is smart. Right? And I'm sure, like, I don't know the Leafs practice. But I'm sure there's shit like this yeah, that happens. I agree. You have three guys that are under 25 who are, you can arguably say they could be one of the best players in the league. Easily, yeah. Right? And you could see that potentially happening. But you have a guy like Chara in that locker room, he would shut them down. He'd yeah. Be, listen, this is what you need to do to win a chip. Win, yeah. and, and listen, the Leafs are right freaking there. They are right there in terms of their roster. Yes. You got the top two, you got top two centers. 100%. You have amazing wingers. You got wingers who can put up 40 goals, no problem. Easily. You got a a number one defenseman in the league. Yeah. Right? You got Muzzin, who's a good number two, three defenseman yeah, in the league. Yeah, he is. Right? And you got a goalie who's above average in the NHL. Yeah. I think he's... Sorry, I shouldn't say above average. He's probably a top 10 goalie in the NHL. Yeah. Right? So you have the roster to get there, but you, now it's just the mental to get you over the hump. Yeah. Um, but hey, like I... I as much as I talk shit about the Leafs and stuff like that, I think the Leafs have a great chance next year. I agree. I, I think agree. the signing Brody gives you a defensive defenseman. Yes. You know, I just think Zidane Chara would be a good pickup for them. Instead of Bogosian, they should have went with Zidane Chara, I think. Because if you could uh, come I, on But I think contract, may, maybe Chara just wants more money. That's it. We don't right. know what Chara we wants. We don't want what Chara wants, right? We don't want Chara Four, wants. Five million. Maybe he just wants to wait out and go back to Boston, right? Like Apparently, there's a spot for Chara. Well, that would be a good spot. Yo, that would be an amazing spot. Nate Schmidt, though, the defenseman. Yeah, but you put Chara back there with Quinn Hughes, Nate Schmidt, and they've, they've, got, some, they've got some good pieces. Vancouver's going to be a good team next year. they got some good young pieces For that sure. are going to be coming up, up and coming in. Even with... I, I, I really like the uh, Holtby signing there. Oh, yeah. I think Holtby is going to be... He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna, he's gonna groom Thatcher Demko into that next goal. Yeah. And but the thing I, I was mentioning also is, like I think... Next year being a, a question mark year, we don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to unfold. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling there's going to be many games, many nights in a row. Yes, you're going to need a one A one B goalie. I agree. Um, do I you think, think you, I think you guys got that in in. Well, I think I think Bergevin kind of looked for that and yeah. got and he got because the thing is they're, they're waiting for Caden Primo to take over, uh, Carey Price down the road. He's True. in the minor league. He's a good goalie. They think he can be a number one in the NHL. Okay. So they're grooming him to be the next guy. Yeah, and now you have. You have Carey for as long as Carey can take you. Sure. You have a hybrid in between. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is with Jake Allen. He could be just a good backup in the NHL, right? Yeah. Um, my question is, is, I don't know if 
was it Jack Campbell? Yeah, Jack Campbell. Jack, Jack Campbell's Campbell. a good goalie. He's a good, so? he's a good backup. And then we've got Aaron Dell, right? And because Aaron- the thing is, you're going to need a one-two punch this year. Yeah, I think I think Jack Campbell can be that guy. He played well in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and he'll be. I think he'll be okay. That That's being said, um, we got a third in Aaron Dell. Which is good. Which is a good signing you as need, well. You need, th- you need, you need a third goalie. There, there's going to be a lot of injuries coming this year. Yeah. And I called it when the NFL season started. I'm going to call it when the NHL season starts. If they don't manage it properly and they give them a shortened offseason, yeah, their gonna bodies are going to break. Yeah. Especially, especially, especially the teams that have been sitting since March. Exactly. There's a lot of them. There's a, well, eight of them, right? Or nine yeah, of them, sorry. Yeah, nine of them, yeah. Nine of them in the NHL. Nine, so 31 that's teams. going to be almost a... Eight months before they get back on the field. Exactly. Right? That's and tough. That's tough. That's, that's tough. tough. Um, how good do you think the Vegas Golden Ace just got? I think Patrick Angel is a good signing. Now, the thing is, is... They have to dump salary. Yes. And I think that hurts your locker room a little yes, bit. Because I think if you're in that locker room, you're like, yeah, great, we got Patrick Angel, but oh shit, I'm I'm gone though. Yeah. I, I can see Marcheseau going. He seems like yeah. a bit of a numpty. And it feels like nobody wanted Marc Andre Fleury, or I'm not sure what they're asking for Marc Andre Fleury. Well, but it looks, they're, looks like think, they're keeping him now. Well, if that goes back to your point of a one-two punch, right? You run with a Fleury Leonard punch, you're good. You're looking pretty good. That's, that's probably the best, right? And you have a, a solid coach um, in Pierre DeBoer, and you have overall a, a solid, yeah, solid team. I've heard they're shopping Pacioretty. I've heard they're shopping a couple guys. They're shopping everyone because the NHL's hard cap is a hard cap. Yeah, it's a hard cap. Because you, if you're and over, you get fined. Yeah. Then you start forfeiting games. You have to forfeit games. I thought you, you couldn't make any moves or anything no, like that. No, no. You forfeit games oh, until you shit. come under. Oh, well, good luck like, to them. Good luck to them at that point, right? The other, or, is, uh, the other thing is they actually can cancel the contract that you've lost your last contract. Oh, wow. So they can legitimately cancel Petra Angel's contract. Interesting. Uh, let's see what happens. Um, I think the... Uh, I think a lot of teams are hesitant in the NHL because mm. NHL is more. Their lower teams don't make money. No, so they're uh, they're hurting. Oh, easily. They're hurting. They're hurting, hurting bad. Um, you know, obviously the teams like the Leafs and the Habs and these guys don't really care because they you know they make they make money. They make money. It's no problem, right? But some of these lower teams like Tampa, Florida, these guys. Sorry, Tampa even want to Tampa chip. They're they're flying high, but like Arizona, Arizona, and some of these right. teams, of these they don't teams make much money. High, right? So. What what happens in that situation? And these guys are probably scared to get it close to the cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got teams like the Leafs that kind of got screwed because they were kind of like, "Hey, I'll give you this amount of money," and you know the caps banking on the cap going up, going up. But this year really probably tighter. But I think they've done a good job with the roster. I agree. I agree. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited. Any initial rumor start date is January first. Yes. So. Uh, but that all depends on how and, and where and, and I've what. heard Batman is okay with doing another bubble situation. Well, the bubble worked. Oh, definitely. The bubble worked, situation. Right? That, that's one thing this sports has proved us is this bubble situation. Well, has well and I feel like a lot of the like, players are okay with leaving the U.S. just to come and play in Canada. And majority of guys are from here, but yeah, exactly. Um, they don't want to go into that scenario again, right? And the U.S. is you don't you don't know what's going to happen in the next year. No, they haven't even gone out of their first wave yet. Yeah, they're just it just keeps it's a freaking tsunami it keeps coming and coming and coming. And definitely, coming and coming. definitely. So um, Taylor Hall to Buffalo, I did not see that coming, but it makes sense. <laughs> uh, I think it's a good pickup. 
one year eight million if it's, it's working a low out risk, good high reward huh high risk well because one thing i was reading up um ralph kruger who's a coach of buffalo um was a coach of edmonton and taylor hall and him had a really good relationship so makes sense makes sense yeah i guess play with uh you know jack eichel put up some stats and play he can, he can potentially bank I, I'm, I'm assuming uh, teams were balking I'd given him a long term high 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 amount of contract that's what I'm not thinking. sure what's going to happen right yeah. so I guess yeah and if he plays well in Buffalo he can extend it and it works for him yeah that works for him um, but yeah let's see what happens most definitely not much happening in the, on the soccer field right now uh, there's a lot of um, UEFA Nations games and uh, World Cup qualifiers happening South America is currently playing uh, a lot of World Cup qualifiers so yeah, Cristiano tested positive he did test positive so uh, uh, asymptomatic though yes hopefully a, a quick a quick recovery for him um, did you see Zlatan sweet when he tested positive it was something cocky but oh, I I love that. he's he's taken that persona and he's really made it into into himself so, definitely uh, <laughs> he's like um, Corona decided to challenge me that's a bad idea you do you you do you man it's been, it's been an interesting you know, before the before the break went down there were some big big upsets mm-hmm. right in the EPL especially um, Liverpool losing 7-2 to Austin Villa Man United losing 6-1 to Tottenham um, and Leicester losing 3-0 so uh, EPL is going to be bright open this year it's going to be fun um, Barcelona hopefully the vote of no confidence goes through and that board gets kicked out but it looks like uh, Messi is in a happy place their team's playing young it's and, good man um, they have this watch out for this kid Ansu Fati Ansu Fati Ansu Fati Plays for Spain, plays mm-hmm. for Barcelona. Um, currently uh, in La Liga, he is the third highest, um, third most expensive player. Oh wow! At 17 years old, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's gonna be incredible. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's uh, well, IPL's going on too. It's been it's been fun to catch up on some cricket. Mm-hmm. They've done pretty well too in their bubble in uh, Sharjah in well UAE, pretty much. So. Uh, some fun games um, there's a lot of IPL games so I think there's almost 60 odd games uh, it's going to be a long 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 season yep uh, pretty much wraps up all the all the sports and a lot to look forward to in the next few weeks yeah um, we kind of went to like a peak in sports to now like a lull a very, um, well, you have baseball. the World Series finishing up which I haven't really followed I haven't up followed so I just want to I just want Tampa Bay to beat Houston, Houston. I think they're uh, they're on the verge of kicking them out. Yeah, they're three zero now. Right. Um, I hate the Houston Astros with uh, a deep passion. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They've really taken on the whole uh, us against the world persona right now, and they should because uh, you know, option. they can go f themselves. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, other than that, you got the NFL, which who knows how long that's gonna go. Some information about Athens. Who knows how well, long that's gonna go? We're going to Athens, um, I guess. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll be. Keeping up with the off season and the NHL and mm-hmm. the NBA, hopefully, uh, it's weird because October is the time when we're getting ready for for sports. New, for sports, because right. winter's coming. Basketball now, usually starts. This is usually this opening week for basketball is usually next week. Next week, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna suck, but it is what it is. Gotta live with the new realities. Yeah, watch sports abroad. Yeah, a lot of soccer upcoming. Do some more in depth analysis on that. All right, Jay, who are we going this one out to? 
Number 47. Number 47. Um, Russian played in the NBA, was one of the candidates. One of the candidates to get a quadruple double, but unfortunately he never did. Andre Karolinko. He would have killed in this NBA. He would have ideal. He is the ideal three and D player. Oh, one hundred percent. He would have. Yeah, yeah. There's. I don't. I don't think there's anyone that disputes the fact that this man would have been dominating the NBA right now. Yeah, he would, I think he would have been a great player in this. He league. was an all star in that NBA. Yeah, definitely. And he's he would have been really. I good. Actually, he averaged three and a, almost three and a half blocks one year. That's crazy. As a small forward, that's insane. Definitely. That's the year he won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, Defensive Player of the Year. AK forty seven. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can I can I ask one question before we wrap up? Go ahead. Dwight Howard, uh, Hall of Fame? No, he will be a Hall of Famer. Mark my words. He's got championship, multiple Defensive Player of the Years, multiple. Sorry, multiple Until I don't teams. see Ben Wallace go into the Hall of Fame. He's had a better career than Ben Wallace. Until I don't see Ben Wallace go into the He's Hall of Fame. He's had a better fame. career offensively than sure, Ben Wallace. Maybe. But and he until, was a, he was a he he led the teams to the NBA finals. That he did. I won't deny it. American, he's got gold medals. There's no disputing Dwight was one of the most dominant players in the NBA for a good stretch. He will make the he will be a Hall of Famer. I think I don't. I'm not saying I agree with it, but, um, but I think with his uh, stats, statistics now, um, look at this. Okay, look, he's eight-time All-Star, two-time Block Champion, eight times All NBA, Rookie of the Year. Oh, sorry, All Rookie Team, three times, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Okay. Five-time All Defensive Team, and then. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just salty. Now he's an NBA champion. I'm just salty. But yes, Dwight Howard deserves to be. I don't know. He will be. He'll make the he'll, he'll thousand, make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's played a thousand games. If in his career. Kyle Lowry is going to make the Hall of Fame, then oh, Kyle Lowry will make the Hall Definitely of Fame. Will make the Hall of Fame. Marcus Hall of Fame. Oh, more, no doubt. Right. Yeah. The, his what he did in Spain is is also a big portion of it, right? Um, who else do you think is on the verge? Vince Carter. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No championship. Doesn't matter. Didn't but, make it far in the league. Didn't, but, re- didn't but, really win any awards. But he put a nation on the map. Fair. He did a lot for the game in that in that sense. Tracy McGrady, borderline, but yes, he hasn't won any significant awards. But he, he no, did he lead the league in he, he lead, led the league, lead the league multiple years. Yeah, multiple years. Manu, that definitely. Manu for sure. Tony for sure. Tony Boris. No, no way. Boris Dial makes it. Okay. No way. Boris Dial makes it. Yeah, there's a list we can go down. Luis Scola. Yes. You think so? International? International, yeah. Argentina. Yeah, Argentina, Basketball Hall of Fame. Played yeah. for years in yeah. the NBA. I think he still plays somewhere. He still plays somewhere. Plays um, yeah. Amari? I don't think Amari makes it. I don't think Amari makes it. That's going to be interesting. Sean Marion? No. He got a chip? Andre Karolinko? No, he just hasn't won a chip. I think a chip makes a big difference. Yeah, I agree, it does. JaVale McGee <laughs> JaVale <laughs> McGee he's got no awards though that's true Ray Frosten sorry <laughs> um, hey, that wraps this up man man that's a that's a rabbit hole we have to go down listen we have a lot of we, we come up with like some kind of like games or something like that just to you know during the podcast or something we'll figure something um, out we have to do a Kahoot session with these guys for okay. sure we'll get, we'll get we'll get our viewers in on it at some point but that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it from me. All right.
Peace, peace, peace. Hopefully we do well this offseason. I think we will. I think we will. <laughs>